Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com Welcome to Radio 5G and a pre-recorded show to be aired on August 31st, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins and Mark Joseph will join me in the second hour. The first hour has three short segments from Stu Peters' network and two with Tucker Carlson from Fox News. At the end of the first hour, you will hopefully have seen an overview of what has happened, why, and who are the bad guys. We'll see you in an hour. Pretty much everybody has a microwave in their home. You might know how they work, you might not. They shoot out a form of low-energy radiation, microwaves, which cause molecules to gain energy and then rapidly heat up. But here's the thing. There's no reason that those microwaves have to only be used for reheating food. They can be used in all kinds of ways, including to hurt people. For years, police and would-be tyrants have been developing their own heat rays, microwave cannons that can force protesters to disperse by cooking them from the inside. They use them in Australia against anti-lockdown protesters, and you'd better believe that they use them here, too. In fact, they considered using them in D.C. during the George Floyd riots. A supposed medical ailment called Havana Syndrome, where U.S. spies and diplomats are coming down with mysterious illnesses, is thought by some to be caused by a similar microwave weapon. According to the CIA, always truthful, there's little to no evidence that any such attacks are being made by a foreign power. But what if they were being made by our own government? Amy Holum is the owner of Amy's Audio Subliminal Acoustic Fingerprinting. She specializes in digital forensics investigations and is on the board of directors for the Direct Energy Weapons Agency. She's also a U.S. Army veteran, specifically in the military police, who would deploy devices just like the weapons we just named. For this week's premium segment at StuPeters.com on Saturday, we sat down with Amy for nearly a half hour. Here's part of what she said. 4G and 5G and electromagnetic weapon systems has been used since 1932. So it's been over 80 years that they've had and been working on these different types of technologies. I have helped over 3,500 different victims on a global scale, over 2,500 within the U.S. and over 1,200 in different other foreign countries. So how is this being deployed? Um, And and how, how are these people, whoever they are, so many questions. And, and who are these people and why and their targets and how do they decide and how is it deployed? I mean, just take the floor here. I'm very curious. Well, a lot of this has to deal with, depending on how they're decided, the DOD and the FBI have a list of people who have been chipped and implanted. So a lot of those lists goes down to using the fusion centers to local police officers to target and harass them and to use these different types of technologies. Most of them are deployed through either drones, planes, satellite systems that are actually connected to air-to-air missile defense systems or air-to-surface, air-to-ground, ground-to-ground vehicles that are used to attack the victims on a daily basis basis. So Isaac Cappy had said that he was a victim of a weapon like this. Later, obviously dead, very mysterious. We don't believe that he killed himself, jumped off the bridge. He was blowing the whistle on the satanic pedophilia cabal. 
Tom Hanks with a cryptic tweet about his death afterwards. We have these little ones coming out on Monday, August 1st. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that are not going to like what we're doing. Do you have to be implanted with some sort of a chip in order for this kind of a weapon to be used against you? No, you don't have to be chip or implanted. As a matter of fact, our own bodies produce frequencies. So technically, they can zone in on those personal frequencies and hit you with those radio waves. A lot of this is being done through subcarrier waves and AF, AM and FM broadcasting systems. So your cell towers, your radio towers, they're all used to attack you. Who has their finger on the trigger of this technology? A lot of it is U.S. military. Any actual foreign military owns these weapon systems from NATO to the British Royal Military to the Russians to Chinese government systems to even our own U.S. What they're doing basically is using NORTHCOM systems along with NATO and they're selling the links to the child's human sex trafficking rings using third-party contractors. So they gain access to these links to the satellite systems and they use a catalog system of the victims and they pick and choose the victims that they either want a child's human sex traffic, rape, torture to get off. And they're using cryptocurrency and a bunch of other different methods to attack the victims. I have audio evidence and what I do is when I do the audio analysis of the victims, I actually capture communications within their videos and audios that they have sent for me to analyze. So I capture all the radio frequencies and telecommunications of these criminal network systems. I have created a patent to live stream and broadcast their communications. It's not released yet, but it will be where people will be able to download it and we'll be able to track and trace and live stream and broadcast these criminals in real time. That will be later on, hopefully by December, that it should be released and available for the public. I'm assuming that you have been able to identify the perpetrators of these crimes in certain cases. Yes. Okay. And you know their names and you know where they are and you know who deployed the weapon. Yes. Okay. Who are some of these people? A lot of these are major elites. They are popular criminals right now. A lot of them are between the Biden administration and the Obama administration. Clintons are running 348,628 children in child human sex trafficking rings. They have to deal with companies and corporations like Starlink, Amazon, um, Synergy, Lumina, Biotech, Pfizer companies are all involved with this too as well. There's different companies and corporations from um, NATO, U.S. Department of Energy. Wow. Heavy stuff from a credible source. The entirety of that nearly half-hour conversation will air this Saturday at StuPeters.com. Welcome back. So without much debate or really any discussion at all, 5G is being rolled out all across America and the world. 5G is short for fifth generation, as in the fifth generation of technology for cell phone networks. Well, this fifth-generation tech is supposed to be a lot faster and a lot more powerful, so naturally that means vastly more powerful radio waves being blasted everywhere, all the time. This can't be healthy for humans. And the truth is, nobody probably bothered to check, or if they did, whoever did the checking didn't feel like reporting the results, because they know exactly what this is. Well, Mark Steele says that he knows what this is also. 
Steele is an engineer and says that he's worked on secret weapons research with the British government. He believes that 5G is working in concert with the COVID-19 bioweapon injections, falsely referred to as safe and effective vaccines, to become a global kill switch that could be used to genocide the planet. We've heard a lot about this. We want to learn more. So to that end, Mark Steele joins us now. Mark, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Thanks, uh, Stu. I really appreciate, uh, you know, getting the opportunity to get this information out into the larger, you know, the larger population. So, of course. So you're making the assertion that 5G is, in fact, somehow tied into or can communicate with those people who've been injected with these bioweapons. And I want to remind everybody, I mean, we have seen microscopy images of self-assembling circuitry, nanotechnology inside of these shots. So you're making the assertion that this is absolutely connected. What's going to happen? Absolutely. The, uh, you know, the, the, this, the spectrum for 5G, the main blank of coverage is sub-gigahertz. That's long-range radar. So where we have the industry narrative about millimeter waves, that is part of 5G, but it's not the main part. Having these transmitters on every single streetlight or every, you know, every telegraph pole every few meters, that's totally false. Sub-gigahertz is long-range. And not only is it long range, it's part of the spectrum for biometrics. So it understands, you know, the, 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 the biometrics of a person. You, know, you, you hear about people with these smart watches that can monitor your uh, biometrics through that. And there's a number of other pieces of technology. However, the injection, the COVID-19 vaccine is a nanometer material antenna. All right. These are graphite ferrous oxide. They're self-replicating, as you stated. They're basically small electronics. And what that allows me to do is actually to understand a person's biometrics. The fact once I understand the biometrics, I can then hit them with an atonic seizure. I can basically do cancellation waves at the heart, uh, attack the vagus nerve. There's a number of different ways that this biometrics um, network can be used against the person. And obviously the intelligence documents that we have in 217 should a large, you know, number of deaths in America, somewhere in the region of a couple of hundred million. I think 55 million in United Kingdom was reported by 2025. We're already seeing an increase in death, but that's not the real kill. This is just the technology being pretty problematic because they rushed the technology. They rushed it. People are getting sick from it. They're dropping down dead where this equipment is actually self-replicating and it's building the nanoparticulate antenna network through chemtrails, you know, you set up this magnetic field uh, within the body and that then attracts all of the other contaminants, the other nanometer contaminants that come from chemtrail and food, water, etc. So you're building out this, this antenna, what they perceive to be this autonomous human going forward, you know, like a control of a human being, it's not what's going to happen. Like, you know, EI systems, this EI network is not going to be able to create the creator's creation. It's an attempt by these forces, these dark forces to uh, create uh, what the creator created. And it's an attempt by demonic, satanic people to wipe out God's creation is what you're saying. Exactly. To, to replace to replace God's creation. They, they're an attempt to replace God's creation, which is far more sophisticated. And they're going to use an AI three dimensional network, 5G, to blanket coverage in areas so that they can then control, take total control of the antenna network that they're now injecting into the bodies of people unknown to them, which is really important. You know, 
for anybody who's been vaccinated, you must get yourself checked, get a near dear magnet. You can get them on eBay. You know, there's a number of places that you can get them and you can test in and around the injection site. Make sure the skin's nice and dry because obviously the temperature increase you cause, you get what's called sticky skin. That can also be caused by the pre-diabetes state from the vaccine. So you make sure the skin's nice and dry. Use alcoholic wipes, whatever. Make sure it's dry. And then what you do is you can locate the nanometers, graphite ferrous oxide antennas that they have injected into you by attaching the neodymium magnet. We've been doing that in the United Kingdom. We've got a group of people called the Magneteers, and that's waking an awful lot of people up uh, in relation to this uh, this this genocidal plot, this this great evil that's being perpetrated against us by the World Economic Forum and the puppets who work for them. Their plan is to take down all mankind. They're already telling people that they're having this this virus, this network virus, so an internet virus yeah. that's going to be next. It's going to be worse than COVID nineteen. They're telling us all about that. Well, unfortunately, if you've taken the vaccine, you're part of that technological plate. You've become a technology. They're already stripping out your DNA. They're changing things around so that you are actually a technology that are owned by a pharmaceutical company. So it's extremely important if anybody's been a victim of this is to do something about it. Because what they're after, they want your money. They're looking for people with assets. People with assets, people with money. It's not the poor people. You know, that was always sold. It's let's just get rid of the people who, you know, the useless eaters. No, this is all about getting rid of the people with assets. They've got to balance the books. They're in the debt. They want your money. They want your cash. They want your car. They want to take take everything out. Okay, I've got a two-part question here as you go on here. Um, I believe everything you're saying has credibility based on your history, your expert status, the research that you've done. You gave an expert witness statement. We're going to go over that a little bit here in greater detail. Uh, But the detractors, your critics of this show – and your detractors will say, oh, he's talking chemtrails and he's talking 5G. This guy is a QAnon conspiracy theorist. He has no credibility at all whatsoever. To those people, you say what? Well, say, well I was taken to court by my local counsel to try and gag me because I said the words that were coming out of my mouth were terrorizing the vulnerable in the local community. I got the court. Uh, the judge stated the 5G risk must be debated. He confirmed that I was an expert in this field. And he said, this is democracy. The public have a right to know the 5G risk must be debated. We've never had any debate. The reason why there's no debate and no research on 5G, as it is absolutely a weapon system, the technical parameter for 5G is direct energy in air. It only has one use on the battlefield, not the civilian setting. There are no 5G devices. So if you get a 5G phone, it's got 5G on it. You've been basically ripped off. Because 5G, its main technical parameter is directional, a directional beam wave, so a compressed, compact, polarized, collimated signal. That's what 5G is. And you don't have an antenna in your phone that is that. And the reason for that, if I fired a signal through the head, so I've got my mobile device here, I've got a signal from a 5G antenna and it fires through my head, it's most probably going to kill you. It's the same, not dissimilar technology that was used in Havana to attack U.S. Embassy uh, staff to cause uh, irreparable brain injury. 
Microwave radiation traveling through your head will cause irreparable brain injury, probably give you a stroke, it could kill you stone dead. So consequently, you can't have a device that collimates a focus signal to an antenna through your head. And unfortunately, if you're orientated this way, you're perfectly fine. Could you take the risk of the antennas over here? Because you don't know where the antenna is. And if that antenna is orientated through your head, it's possibly going to kill you. So that's why there isn't any actual 5G devices. So ask yourself this question. Why is all this 5G interconnected system being installed in your cities, your towns, being funded by your government, being funded by your local authorities and government, when the industry actually physically turn on a 5G phone. And if you taught anybody when they get these 5G devices, they go, well, it's worse than the 4G I had. The reason for that is because it's not 5G. This 5G connection is machine to machine only. And if you get in the middle of that beam wave, it could possibly kill you. Now, autonomous vehicles, which is part of the reason for 5G, that's all a scam. I can explain it quite quickly. Autonomous vehicles need what's called LIDAR. It's a laser radar crossed technology. It's off the battlefield. Fantastic for battlefield interrogation, by the way. So I can see any enemy weaponry hardware coming on the battle space. LIDAR is very good. However, on a motorway, right, you're traveling down a motorway, mind your own business. You've got a car, you've got, a, you've got mirrors, central mirror. You've got mirrors at the side. That LIDAR... It operates a non-visible spectrum, so you can't see it. So it's very high-powered uh, laser light, which if I shine a laser at your eyes, I'd get arrested for assault. However, this one, you can't see it. You've got a vehicle coming up behind you, and it's firing the laser radar cross into your mirrors, directed directly at your eyes, causes central nervous cancers, central system cancers, etc. So that's just one vehicle. What happens when you've got three or four hundred vehicles traveling down a highway, all pumping out these emissions, these very, very toxic emissions, all pointed at your mirrors, directed into your face and into your eye system? It's like facial recognition. It's toxic. Nobody talks about facial recognition. They talk about it's an invasion of your privacy. Nobody talks about how dangerous it is. Remember when you had police officers with handheld radar, radar guns, a lot of those police officers got cancer. That's why they stopped doing it, because they couldn't hide the bodies. And that's what we're seeing today. We're seeing a massive increase in all case mortality. We've got this type of radiation that's been uh, put in all over our cityscapes. And these are battlefield derived weapon systems, not telecommunications. We're being gaslighted. And that's why the industry didn't test them to be safe, because if they had have tested it, it would have failed. 4G isn't safe. I'm not saying that 4G is safe. However, you only have to get a distance away from the antenna and it's not dangerous. Using okay. microwave and other emanating technology like this is not anything new. We saw them use it against Australian dissidents at protests. Uh, it was considered to be used at the January 6th rally, the incident here at our capital. You, you, I, I want to read this. Quote, I write this expert report as a British engineer, inventor, patent writer, and weapons research scientist, an engineer with a material science background and inventor of the world's first binocular optical wave guides, weapons sight systems, infrared thermal imaging, head-up displays, molecular reactors, signal processing, and transducer design, to name a limited few. 
As the chief technology officer at the company that designed and brought to market the world's first internationally approved head-up display product, accredited with a number of innovation awards, but more importantly, regulated to a number of internally recognized standards, including the Department of Transport, as well as uh, ANSI and others, I was relied upon in the establishment of international standards for augmented reality and virtual reality HUD systems. Refer to Exhibit 2A for patent attorney, blah, blah, blah. You go on here. You say that Cyber Command had been made aware uh, here in the United States of your expertise and specifically requested your advice with regard to an unusual 5G antenna design deployed across the United States of America. You continue, quote, I have been extremely fortunate that most but not all of my research and product development work has been carried out alongside of the Official Secrets Act legislation. This was a expert statement that was given to whom and for what purpose? I was contacted by uh, lawyers in, in Canada. Uh, there was an international group of lawyers that were very interested in actually bringing the Canadian government to a courtroom. And obviously in that courtroom, the uh, judges, without doubt, will have been vaccinated because obviously a lot of the people in the legal sector have been gaslighted, the same as the general public. And what this uh, this lawyer said, we need to understand what the interconnection is between the vaccine, the vaccines and the 5G network. So it's actually in that technical document. Uh, I knew of these developments. There was a DOD project to track wet well on the battlefield. So these are biological structures that are very, very difficult to see unless you have, you know, something you're carrying with you or you've been injected with these nanometer materials, which allows me to light you up in a battle zone. Very similar to the, you know, the money, a lot of the currency now, I can track it because it's got these foil, they basically the uh, radio frequency identity tags that dormant, it's just a bit of, you know, a bit of foil. You can see it in a lot of your currency. So I can scan your environment and I can see how much money you've got in your pocket. I can see currency change in hands. That's all part of the 5G urban radar network. It's to tag, you know, things going into your bin. So you basically where a barcode will be replaced with a printed on reflective metal curtain. To illuminate you and your activities uh, with limited time left here. Are people who have not been inoculated, are pure bloods safe from this targeting? Safer. There's a number of serious concerns I have with 5G, and it's the capacitance that's been built into smart meters, uh, all the smart devices, the massive capacitance, the capability for what potentially could be an EMP. We need to get you back for a more extended conversation on this, clearly. Uh, for your expertise and coming here. I don't know how you got a hold of us, but I'm certainly glad that you did. I uh, want to thank the producers for making sure that we made this connection. And we're going to get you back for an extended discussion about all of this because I do see the connection here. Um, and the way that you've laid it out makes it very plausible. And just because something is incredibly hard to believe or incredibly evil does not make it less plausible. Mark Steele, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. God bless you. Thanks very much, Stu, and God bless you. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson Tonight. Well, they finally got Big Orange. You were starting to think it could never happen. How could it happen? Once you accuse a man of racism and fascism and sexism, embezzlement, perjury, sex crimes, mental illness, treason, the last of which, by the way, is a death penalty offense, let us remind you, 
and then you impeach him twice on related grounds. And after that, you send the FBI to his home to seize a handwritten welcome letter from Barack Obama, which turns out to be a state secret possession of which is a serious felony. After you do all of that, and they have, you wouldn't think there'd be a lot left to accuse the guy of. You'd think they'd have run out of sins. Oh, but no. It turns out there's one left, and it's the big one. The crime of all crimes. An offense so diabolical, so morally repugnant, so contrary to the laws of God and nature, that once revealed to the public, Donald Trump is done forever. He will never again darken the door of American democracy. He will slink back in shame to his lair off the fifth tee to prepare for his well-deserved punishment. We won't see him again until sentencing. That's how bad this is. What, ladies and gentlemen, did Donald Trump do? We can now tell you. Donald Trump created the COVID vaccine. He did that himself and on purpose with malice of forethought. The vax is Donald Trump's doing. We learned that this week from Democrats in Congress. They announced that shocking news. An investigation by the coronavirus subcommittee found, as Politico put it, that the Trump administration pressured the Food and Drug Administration to authorize the first COVID-19 vaccines on an accelerated timeline. Following this, an accelerated timeline. They didn't even fully test the stuff. That's not science. Donald Trump doesn't do science. So they just handed this stuff out to people, citizens, recklessly. In the words of South Carolina Congressman James Clyburn, Donald Trump assaulted our nation's public health institutions with this poison, this so-called vaccine. And in doing so, quote, undermined our nation's coronavirus response. That's what Trump did. And here's the worst part. No one knew Trump was doing it. They trusted Donald Trump. He was the president of the United States. People believed him when he said the vax worked, especially older people. They knew they were at risk and they wanted to believe that a shot would keep them safe. So they took Donald Trump's word and then they took the vax. And then a lot of them got COVID anyway. It's horrifying when you think about it. Here is one of Donald Trump's elderly victims. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm going to continue to get it done. Look at that man. Donald Trump's vaccine did that to him. Four shots, a human pincushion, now a desiccated husk. Before he took Donald Trump's vaccine... That man was spry, filled with vigor and vim, famous for his mental acuity. Look at him now. And in case you think, oh, maybe we're overstating the case, maybe this is a bad video, we're going to take you now to a live shot of that same man to give you some sense of the long-term effects of Donald Trump's vaccine. Here he is speaking at this moment in the state of Maryland. Watch this. Social Security in the hands of Ted Cruz and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean it. But it's not just Social Security. Senator Scott wants everything in the federal budget voted on de novo every five years that goes out of existence. That includes Medicare, veterans benefits, and everything else. And then along comes Ron, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Marjorie Taylor Greene controls Social Security? It doesn't make sense. The compassionate person in you feels for that man because you know what happened to him. 
he took Donald Trump's vaccine, which Democrats alerted us this week wasn't properly tested. Now, your first reaction may be, wait a second, this seems like a revision of what I saw personally. Wasn't it Joe Biden who promoted the vaccine, who made it mandatory? Wasn't Joe Biden in charge when it became obvious the vaccine didn't work? And didn't Joe Biden's media tell us to get the shot months after Donald Trump left office? You may remember that, possibly because you remember clips like this. This is from July of last year. If you're a school teacher, if you're a nurse, if you're a cop, you need to get vaccinated. And if you don't, you need to look for another job. Yeah, take the vax or you're fired. In retrospect, it's pretty obvious they were carrying water for Donald Trump in that video. Now, if you're still not convinced, you're probably a cynical person. You probably have concluded the Democrats are panicked about being blamed for the single greatest public health disaster in history. And they're trying to shift the blame to Donald Trump before the full truth about the vaccine comes out. And it is coming out and the midterms are on the way. You may have concluded that. But we're not cynical on this show. In fact, we're relieved. Now that Donald Trump is responsible for the vaccine, we can finally talk about the vaccine. Till now we haven't been able to. Till now it's been like living in a John Cheever story where the entire country is an emotionally repressed wasp family. It's 1952 and Darianne and dad is just passed out drunk at the dinner table. But nobody's allowed to mention it. We all have to pretend it's not happening. Dad's fine. Be quiet. Over time, that level of denial is very hard to sustain. It makes you crazy. But thank God it's over now. Now that we can blame Donald Trump for the vaccine, we can finally tell the truth about the vaccine without being fired or attacked or thrown off the Internet. We really should have thought of this earlier because it feels good, the freedom of this. So let's take a moment to talk about Donald Trump's vaccine and why it seems to be, among other things, dramatically raising death rates among young people. According to data from New Zealand, the government there, for example, children were vaccinated between the ages of 10 and 19 were more likely not less likely, more likely to die within a month of vaccination than those who didn't take the vaccine in the same age group. And it's not just the New Zealand government that has found this. This summer, a Dutch researcher called Andre Rader published a paper entitled COVID-19 Vaccinations and All-Cause Mortality. The research analyzed hundreds of cities and towns. What did it find? Quote, we could not observe a mortality-reducing effect of vaccination in Dutch municipalities after vaccination and booster campaigns. We did find a four sigma significant mortality enhancing effect during the two periods of high unexplained excess mortality. Oh, so the data suggest, don't prove, but suggest the vaccine may be killing people. Unexplained mortality is also on the rise in many other countries, Australia, England, Wales. So why is Donald Trump's vaccine doing all of this in other countries? Well, we can't be sure. But as Alex Berenson reported on his Substack recently, the Canadian government is seeing a similar problem at huge scale. As of this summer, people who took Donald Trump's vaccine in the Canadian province of Manitoba are roughly 50 percent more likely than the unvaccinated to be hospitalized or die from COVID. Again, to pause. How bad is Donald Trump's vaccine? So bad that people who take it are more likely to die of COVID. Hmm. Now, we have data from more Canadian provinces, but they seem to be hiding it now. On July 28th, the province of British Columbia announced it would stop reporting the number of deaths that occurred in people who have taken the COVID booster. Wow, why is that? Don't ask. You're not allowed to. Oh, we are now. 
because it's a Trump crime. The charts are also missing somehow from the Internet Archive, which is widely known, of course, as a front for Russian operatives working on behalf of who? Donald Trump. But we do have the most recent available data. What do those show? Well, they show that 70% of all deaths in that province occurred in people who were boosted, even though boosted individuals make up just half the province's population. Do the math on that for a minute. Well, your first reaction might be, oh, well, vaccinated and boosted people tend to be older, so of course they're dying at a greater rate. It has nothing to do with the shot. But then you look deeper. You read, for example, the Lancet article entitled Risk of Infection, Hospitalization and Death Up to Nine Months After a Second Dose of the COVID-19 Vaccine. And that piece shows that people over the age of 80 have worse outcomes. And by worse, we mean more hospitalizations, more deaths when they're vaccinated than when they are unvaccinated. So it turns out when Donald Trump told you, as he did hundreds of times, certainly you must remember this, that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it turned out to be exactly the opposite. And we're seeing this in a lot of different places, in a lot of different data sets. In fact, as Kenji Yamamoto wrote in the Journal of Virology, quote, the Lancet study showed that immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID-19 vaccine was lower than that among unvaccinated individuals. Well, that sounds like it's hurting people's immune system in a profound way. As the Journal of Food and Chemical Toxology put it after an independent study, quote, vaccination introduces a profound impairment in type 1 interferon signaling, which has diverse adverse consequences to human health. Well, that doesn't sound good. What consequences could they be talking about? Well, in July, the German government put out a tweet stating that at least one out of every 5,000 COVID shots causes, quote, serious side effects. One in 5,000, really? This is a shot that was taken by hundreds of millions of people, including in this country. What effects are they talking about? Well, those would include decreased sperm counts. The journal Andrology reported in June that there was a 22% average drop in total sperm count in samples taken three to five months after the second Pfizer dose of the vax. Donald Trump's vax. On top of that, there is heart inflammation, myocarditis, which is now suddenly famous in neighborhoods across the country because... Everyone seems to know someone else's son who has it. In December of last year, researchers at Oxford found that, quote, myocarditis risk was increased during one to 28 days following a third dose of the vaccine. Associations were strongest in males younger than 40 years for all vaccine types. But you knew that because you're seeing it among people you know. And no one's talking about it. We're not allowed to talk about it. But now we can because Trump did it. Researchers in Israel, meanwhile, found that vaccination increased the 42-day risk of myocarditis by a factor of three. This is a very serious heart condition, not a small finding. Now, you may have also noticed the rise in young athletes dying of heart attacks in recent months, something you're not allowed to notice, but you probably can't help yourself. For example, a 37-year-old cycling champion in Scotland called Rab Wardell just died of a heart attack two days after winning a national mountain biking championship. Can't say he was out of shape. Maybe it wasn't vax-related. Have you seen that a lot before? Hmm. And then there were those five doctors you may have read about in Toronto who died in the same month in July. Now, of that group of five dead physicians, there was a 27-year-old triathlete who died after a swimming competition and a 50-year-old Olympian who died after a run. So these are not people who are sitting on the couch smoking weed and eating Doritos. Now, we can't know why all of this happened, but the point is we're allowed to notice now. And that's significant 
especially since some places are still forcing children to take the vaccine. And that would include most colleges in the United States. They just announced that boosters are mandatory. In the District of Columbia, which is falling apart, the mayor has decided, she declared this today, that unvaccinated students will not be allowed in school. They won't even get virtual learning unless they take a vaccine. Donald Trump's vaccine that appears to be hurting a lot of people. But unless they take it, they will get no education whatsoever. Hmm. Who knew that Muriel Bowser, the resolutely partisan Democrat who runs Washington, D.C., was actually working for Donald Trump, but she appears to be. At least you know who to blame. If Alex Berenson had known that two years ago, he would have saved himself a lot of trouble. Alex Berenson, of course, is one of the people who's brought us this information. He's the author of Pandemia. He's also on Substack. He joins us now. Alex Berenson, don't you think, in retrospect, it would have been wise to declare yourself part of the resistance two years ago as you begun your reporting journey on this, and you never would have been booted off Twitter, and you could have just said what you wanted to say? I, I'm definitely part of the resistance, Tucker. I'm just not sure who I'm resisting these days. Um, <laughs> that is a good point. You, so, so you brought up a lot of, uh, of, of interesting data points, um, and I'm not going to mention uh, you know, where you might have found them, although alexbernson.substack.com is a good place Probably to look. Probably so. But yep. the reason I say this is because today, so all this stuff people can kind of, they can say, oh, myocarditis, you can get that after covid and, uh, you know, that 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 Japanese doctor who wrote that's one person who cares. There's some, there's one data point that cannot be just waved away, period. OK, and that is all cause mortality. It is the total death count, whether it's in the United States or Europe or Australia. Governments are good at counting their citizens being born and dying. And that's what right. we have seen for for this year in Europe, and this is my top Substack story today, which is why I'm mentioning it, is week after week, European countries are reporting above average all-cause deaths. As of this moment in Europe, there are more excess deaths in 2022, which is post-vaccination, than in either 2021 or 2020 when COVID was supposed to be ravaging Europe. And no one has offered a good explanation for why this is. So I don't understand, given those data, which are, I think, indisputable, we can argue about what they mean, but they certainly suggest something profound and terrifying is going on. In the face of those data, how can governments and schools in the United States be mandating the vax? Why isn't there an instant stop on this? And why is no one trying to figure out what the hell's going on? I, I, as for the per first point, I have no idea. Nobody under 30 should be getting this. I mean, I've said that for a while, but it's indisputably true. And as for why we're not looking into it, I think we both know the answer to that. The, the answer might be very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, we just blame Trump. I, this is really one of the great stories of our age, and I appreciate your doggedness in covering it. Alex Berenson, thank you. Welcome back to the Stu Peters Show. Listen, there's been a lot of questions about Operation Warp Speed. A lot is coming out now as people are starting to realize that it was actually a bioweapon rollout. Uh, we're seeing lots of vaccine regret, as we covered earlier in the show with Dr. Jane Ruby. Um, people are feeling the heat and feeling the impact. Now, who is responsible for this? Well, listen, Karen Kingston has been screaming from the rooftops, going through the federal documents. A lot of the content you see today came from her research. And you know what? She hasn't been wrong. And she joins us now. Welcome, Karen. How are you? 
Good, how are you, Lauren? Great to be back here. Now listen, earlier today, you had sent me a very concerning video. We were talking about Operation Warp Speed, the vaccine rollout, um, and the plan, like the premeditated plan to get as many jabs and as many arms as possible. This video was extremely concerning. It was from 2017, a Georgetown professor. Check out this video. I want to make people sick. And what I do here is the virus is not necessarily the bug. The virus is what I put over the internet. Let me show you how I can crash a system pretty easily. I affect key individuals here, here, and here. And then I take another community in the back of the room. I affect key individuals there. And then I take another community. I affect key individuals there. And what I tell you it's going to do is it's going to produce paranoia, anxiety, and sleeplessness. What I've just done is I've recruited every paranoid hypochondriac to think that they have whatever that is. I've used salient and sentinel cases, and I create essentially a legion of what's known as the worried well. They now flood emergency rooms. They flood their clinicians. The CDC responds back. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Pretty scary stuff, isn't it? <laughs> so, Karen, what am I looking at here? Who is this guy? Why is he relevant? Sure. So James Giordano is the professor, professor of neuroethics, which is a oxymoron at Georgetown University, and he specializes in neuroweapons. Uh, he began working with President Obama in 2008. He launched the Brain Initiative um, with Obama in 2012, uh, and, it, you know, and then it got about $4 billion in funding in 2016 under the Cures Act. So he is truly an expert in neuroweapons, so how you can synthetically recreate viruses and use lipid nanoparticle technology to uh, change the emotions and, and, all, and thoughts of, of enemies of America, uh, which I think James Giordano sometimes considers to be Americans themselves. So that, that's what he specializes in, and also in, uh, electromagnetic pulses, radiation, et cetera, et cetera. So what you're looking at was he just gave a lecture at West Point Academy, so where the, the, the cadets are, the Army cadets, and it was in 2017 at the Modern War Institute. And what he was explaining was how a neuroweapon, which isn't very deadly, but can make people sick, and then using psychological operations, using the media to terrify people into becoming the worried well, you now have a bioweapon attack, an attack that is a threat to national security. A threat to national security is anything that would have a detrimental effect on the economy, the population, the posterity, our children, our children's children, or the military that would equate to an act of war. So yes. that's what we just saw. So, so this guy was an advisor to the Pentagon. He was an advisor to some of our world leaders. And he was talking about how you uh, target specific groups of people and then you break it down and then you get them all paranoid and scared. So they're flooding the emergency rooms thinking they have whatever it is. You know, we watched as our accounts, our social media accounts were shut down. Uh, all dissenting ideas were shut down. It was a mass conspiracy campaign to keep people, like even you, just reading the documents. I mean, that's considered, I guess, illegal. That, you know, that was something that they would um, censor for when you're just reading their own documents every single day. And, you know, we watched as they silenced dissent, dissenting ideas, but also pushed the media narrative, it was almost like they were ready for it. They had been planning for this for a long time. Um, what are your thoughts on that? This was absolutely premeditated. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci 
prophesized on uh, February 14, 2017 at Georgetown University, that just happens to be where Professor James Giordano teaches, that the Trump administration would be in for a surprise outbreak, uh, you know, that that would be of epidemic or pandemic proportions. And what's alarming about that, Lauren, is that James, oh, James, sorry, Anthony Fauci's uh, salary, 68% of his salary is in biodefense. So his number one job was to make sure there wasn't a surprise outbreak in America that would be a threat to national security. Right. Yet he prophesied that would happen under the Trump administration. He should have been fired on that day. It's amazing how he knew that, how he knew he was going to, yeah. uh, that there was going to be this outbreak um, of coronavirus. Now, you know, they had the Operation Warp Speed out and ready to roll out. You know, you had mentioned before that it actually, it was implemented years ago. It was created. Operation Warp Speed itself was created years ago by Congress. Is that correct? That, that's correct. Operation Warp Speed allows for um, the FDA and Health and Human Services to override the standard safety and efficacy milestones put in place by the Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act. So what Operation Warp Speed is, is the laws that were passed uh, in 2005 under the PREP Act, in 2013 under the POPR Act, and in 2016 under the Cures Act. So normally you have the right to informed consent. That was waived under the Cures Act under Obama, but it was passed by a Republican House and Senate, okay? And, and informed consent does not need to be given if it's not in the best interest of such human subjects. Uh, the Cures Act also waived good manufacturing processes. So there didn't have to be any uh, inspection. In 2005, the PREP Act waived, um, allowed for stockpiling of a vaccine or medical countermeasure without any FDA review in anticipation there'd be an emergency use authorization. And that's unheard of. You can't go to mass manufacturing until you've been proven to be safe or effective. So that was passed under the PREP Act. The PREP Act also waived um, liability to the manufacturer and to the healthcare workers. So if they caused disease, disabilities, or death by using a medical countermeasure, there was no liability. Now, originally, the law was written that there's no liability um, unless there's willful misconduct. But in 2013, Congress and the Senate overrode that with the Popper Act saying, well, if there's willful misconduct, but you're following HHS guidelines, there is, there's still, uh, you still have no liability. You still have an immunity shield. So what I'm saying is that everyone's like, oh, this is the deep state. Well, uh, sorry for the, you know, bad news, but in 2005, when the PREP Act was passed, the Republicans had the House and the Senate. They passed the PREP Act. In 2013, when the Popper Act was passed, the Republicans had the House and the Democrats had the Senate. The Republicans still passed that. And then in 2016, the Republicans passed the Cures Act, which, by the way, gave $4 billion to the Brain Initiative to so, so to connect human brains to the Internet of Things, and also gave another $3 billion to the Bo Biden moonshot cancer uh, research, which was mRNA research. So that was done by our Republicans. I, I'm oh. just, I mean, I don't need to be the bearer of bad news, but... I mean, it's the truth. And, you know, people don't pay attention truth. to what their elected officials are voting on. And it was because the whole system is corrupt. The argument was that under tort law, so out of failure, you know, omission, so failure to provide facts 
if there's like a class action lawsuit, and this was around asbestos, asbestos as well as the class action lawsuits for certain uh, medical products, there would be class action lawsuits. And let's, I think the number was around $90 billion had been paid in, up until 2005 in class action lawsuits. And what they point out was of that $90 billion, you know, and there's tens of millions of victims, $30 billion went to a handful of attorneys because they got 30%. So the whole my, the whole system is corrupt. And I think, you know, Operation Warp Speed, what Trump did was he branded the laws that our Republican Congress passed and said, look, we're going to bring a product to market in one tenth the amount of time. And I'm calling it Operation Warp Speed. And, and that's what it was. I mean, so, you know, if someone says, OK, a baby takes nine and a half months but I can get it done for you in three and a half weeks. It's going to be a warp speed baby. I'd say, no, thank you. I don't want that baby. Right. That's, you know, it sounds dangerous. So I think it was more of a branding initiative, but the whole system is very corrupt. Um, and you have to, you know, we have to ask, um, you know, there's many sitting Congress members that have been in Congress longer than I have herbs in my herb cabinet, you know, and you know, like they're, 20 years old, you know, in there. So why did they pass these laws? So we're controlled by liars, thieves, swindlers. And I think that they're, I, do you think these people are ever going to be held accountable, Karen? That's a, that's a great question. Um, and when you say these people, I mean, well, Dr. You know, I see you mean Dr. Fauci, Deborah Burks, Janet Woodcock of the FDA, and let's not forget Scott Gottlieb, the former FDA commissioner who now sits on the board of Pfizer, who helped set up the emergency use authorization guidelines that allowed this atrocity uh, and crimes against humanity committed against the American people. Um, it, they'll be held, held accountable if people speak up. And, you know, you just showed that video clip of Alex Jones warning President Trump that he's being, being set up by the deep state. And, you know, when I found the documents and the data uh, and the patents and everything, um, and I read through all that information, I don't think many people in the world had read through it. I mean, I can tell you less than 200 people had even downloaded the Pfizer FDA data when I had downloaded it out of the globe. So not everyone had read that information. So I don't think people understood the gravity uh, and the travesty that was going to be uh, and, and the evil that was being unleashed on the global population. Um, you know, Trump may have been hedging to get a vaccine out just because that's what they were holding over his head to reopen the economy. But keep in mind when he did tell us the truth about hydroxychloroquine and he fought for it, uh, there was a complete backlash, you know, to the point that, you know, not only did the Lancet publish a, a bogus study that they made up across six continents where they had more people dying in hospitals from hydroxychloroquine than they had, than they had of even COVID cases. It was completely made up. But then they started threatening doctors to take their license away. So, you know, we're in a war and the truth wins, but the truth cannot win if God's people remain silent, mm. you know, and Trump is one person. So they will be held to account if we stop being nice and we start saying to people, you know, out of love and compassion and not out of fear of rejection or not being popular. I'm sorry you were deceived. I'm sorry you were lied to. And the truth is heavy and it's going to hurt, but I love you and I'm going to tell you the truth. Karen, any final words of encouragement, anything that you can tell the audience? People need to, to, to start speaking the truth. They have to be as passionate about telling the truth that these are, these are not vaccines, that these are bioweapons, that, um, that 
you know, this whole concept, you know, we, in 1776, we became an independent country because there was taxation without representation. I just told you Congress passed laws that allowed our government, HHS, and the FDA to commit crimes against humanity against the American people, as long as you were following guidelines. When have we heard before, I was just following orders, right. therefore I have immunity. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, we, the, I'm not saying, we can't fight against this government, we can opt out of it and build something better, you know, and we can defend against it. And we can actually, I mean, legally go to court, right, and fight, um, but, you know, I think there's more and more uh, individuals are putting forward documents and information so that you can go represent yourself in court. You don't need to be part of a class action lawsuit. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson's Good morning. Tony Fauci announced his abdication. Quote, I will be leaving these positions. There was always more than one. I'll be leaving these positions in December of this year to pursue my next chapter of my career. He said the next chapter of his career. He's only 81. Some of us had hoped he'd be around another 40 years, but he's leaving so soon, too soon. Why? What's going on here? You hate to think politics could affect Tony Fauci's judgment as a scientist. They never have before. But is it possible this thoroughly nonpartisan man of medicine has thought about what might happen in November when the Republican Congress takes over? Does he believe that could be bad news for him? Well, yes, it is possible he believes that. Because on some level, even Tony Fauci knows that Tony Fauci is, in fact, a dangerous fraud. A man who has done things that in most countries, at most times in history, would be understood perfectly clearly to be very serious crimes. So it's possible that Tony Fauci might want to resign before he has to explain all of that to a new Congress. He might want to get out of town now and move to, say, Cambridge. Find a safe place to hide before the reckoning. Just a thought. Because honestly, there's a lot to answer for. In just the last two years, Fauci has recommended treatments and preventative measures for COVID that not only didn't work, but that he knew didn't work. He admitted to the New York Times that he lied about herd immunity in order to sell more vaccines, which also didn't work, which weren't even actually vaccines, but they did hurt a lot of people, tens of thousands. Then he lied about masks publicly. You should wear one as you're riding a bike. You're getting too much life-enhancing oxygen, What you really need is more carbon dioxide, be more like a tree. That's what he was saying in public. But in private, he wrote that, quote, the typical mask you buy at a drugstore is not really effective at keeping out a virus. Oh, so he knew. As your kids were suffocating during gym, wearing a mask, Tony Fauci knew they didn't work. And then there's this, maybe his most notable crime. He didn't simply downplay and obfuscate the origins of the pandemic, apparently in conjunction with the Chinese government, no. Tony Fauci covered up evidence that he, Tony Fauci, helped create that virus in the first place. Here's Tony Fauci last July testifying under oath before the Congress. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. 
So what was, let you me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility yeah. to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. Oh, Dr. Fauci meets an actual doctor who's not a BS artist who asks simple questions and demands straightforward answers. Tony Fauci was lying in that clip. He knew he was lying. As The Intercept of all places recently reported, quote, scientists working under a 2014 NIH grant to the EcoHealth Alliance to study bat coronaviruses combined the genetic material from a parent coronavirus known as WIV1 with other viruses. Oh, they were manufacturing more powerful viruses. Tony Fauci oversaw that. Then The Intercept spoke to several virologists and found that, quote, seven said that the work appears to meet NIH's criteria for gain-of-function research. Okay, gain-of-function research. That was going on. Not allowed in this country, so they were offshoring it in their various labs, including one owned by the Chinese government, a lot of bio labs in Ukraine. What was going on there? Oh, shut up, don't ask. You're working for Putin. Really? Well, at some point, somebody is going to ignore the threats and just go ahead and ask the question. Why do we have all these biolabs in Ukraine of all places? It's not like Ukraine is a hotbed of pharmaceutical research. What is that? We don't know, but at some point people are going to find out. Now, The Intercept spoke to a virologist called Vincent Ranciniello. He's a professor of microbiology and immunology at Columbia. Quote, there is no question, he said, from the weight loss of the mice in the study, it's gain of function. Tony Fauci is wrong saying it's not, end quote. And of course, to Fauci would have known that he was, quote, wrong. In other words, he was lying when he said it wasn't gain of function. It was. This is all becoming much clearer. The Intercept, just in case you haven't heard of it, is not a right-wing publication. It's a left-wing publication. So at some point, all of this is going to become public, and it seems to be accelerating. No wonder Fauci's leaving. Then, late last year, NIH just admitted it. In a letter to the House Oversight Committee, an NIH official called Lawrence Tabak wrote that a, quote, limited experiment had been conducted in Wuhan in order to test if, quote, spike proteins from naturally occurring bat viruses, coronaviruses circulating in China, were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. Frankenstein stuff. Why the hell were they doing this? Oh, and they destroyed the United States in the process. No one's apologized. No one's been charged. No one's ever really admitted it. But we know that Tony Fauci knew perfectly well this was going on because he's the one who authorized the grants. And as the pandemic spread around the world, virologists frantically told Tony Fauci in real time that gain-of-function research funded in part by the U.S. government was probably involved. In early 2020, Kristen Anderson, a virologist at the Scripps Institute in La Jolla, California, wrote this to Fauci, quote, Some of the features potentially look engineered. David Baltimore, meanwhile, announced he had found the, quote, smoking gun for the origin of the virus, what he called a powerful challenge to the idea of a natural origin for SARS-2. Tony Fauci saw that assessment also, right at the very beginning. So in response, Fauci called an urgent meeting and told his deputies to read up on gain-of-function research, a paper authored by a scientist conducting bat experiments in Wuhan at the Chinese military lab there. So he knew at the very beginning. And a lot of people knew. And they all lied to us. And they're still lying to us. And not one person has been held accountable. When Tony Fauci is willing to attack his critics, 
his political opponents like that and then lie about the origins of Corona, it raises a lot of questions. And one of them is, what else is Tony Fauci lying about? We should know. You might remember that back in 2020, Tony Fauci declared that remdesivir, a drug made by the pharma giant Gilead, would be the solution to COVID. Do you remember this? He said, and we're quoting, this will be the standard of care. Now, when Tony Fauci says that, the guy in charge of our COVID response is not a small thing. But when Tony Fauci said that, he said that knowing that the Food and Drug Administration did not hold a single advisory meeting on that drug, remdesivir. But for the low price of just $48,000 a dose, Fauci promised that remdesivir could shorten your hospital stay if you were ever to get COVID, like if your mask slipped for a second. So after months, the truth became impossible to hide, as it has with the vaccine. Remdesivir doesn't work as advertised. Even the WHO is now recommending against it. Quote, there is a conditional recommendation against the use of remdesivir, says the World Health Organization. This means that there is not enough evidence to support its use. Oh, really? But what happened in the meantime? Well, Tony Fauci's friends at Gilead, which have been a struggling company, according to some, made a ton of money. They all did. So did Tony Fauci's friends at Pfizer and Moderna. As Fauci made the rounds, talking up the only solution to the crisis that he helped create, which was, of course, the vaccine, which isn't actually a vaccine. Watch. Need for yet again another boost, in this case, a fourth dose boost for an individual receiving the mRNA. And then the issue of vaccines actually, at least with regard to SARS-CoV-2, can do better than nature. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We want to make sure people keep their masks on. I think the idea of taking masks off, in my mind, is, is really not something we should even be considering. It is, as we've said, a pandemic and an outbreak of the unvaccinated. You know, it really is an indictment, not simply of Tony Fauci, who's obviously dishonest and implicated in what appear to be crimes. We're not a law enforcement agency. They do appear to be crimes. But it's an indictment of our system and the rest of us, certainly us in the media, that a guy in charge of America's COVID response could say so many things serially back to back, one after the other, week after week, month after month, year after year, that turn out to be false. And he still has the job. Like, how does that happen? It's like the withdrawal from Afghanistan. No one responsible for that was ever punished. They were elevated. That's a dysfunctional system that needs to be fixed immediately. It's not a partisan point. It's an obvious point. But on the question of the so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine, by the way, you got the smallpox vaccine, you got the polio vaccine, you got the mumps vaccine. Did you get any of those diseases? Do you have mumps today? Did you get smallpox last week? Do you have polio? No, because those are vaccines. But you probably got COVID after you got the shot. Tony Fauci did. So he had to sort of change the line a little bit because he had COVID. He's like a pincushion. He had so many shots, but he got COVID. So maybe the COVID vaccine doesn't actually prevent infections. Maybe remdesivir doesn't actually work. Okay. People like Tony Fauci, who apparently engineered the single most devastating event in modern American history and then lied about it, gets to retire as a hero. <laughs> Again, just like the bureaucrats of the Pentagon who engineered our humiliating, credibility-destroying withdrawal from Afghanistan that got American lives killed. No punishment. Tony Fauci gets to collect his enormous government retirement, and he'll be lecturing you from the stage at CNN very, very soon.
it's never gonna go away. Welcome back to Radio 5G, airing August 30th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and Mark Joseph has joined me to discuss the clips we've just played for you, and whatever else comes up. What came up even before I started recording was a clip Mark wanted to share, so I turned on the recorder, and this is what happened. Um, okay, there it is. Let's see... 43. Okay. So 43. Good evening. Welcome warn you, I've been spending a lot of time on working with Peter Bregan and there's, a, you know, it's what I described in 2016, I called the, the election in 2016, Wait, the productivity backlash. Well, you've got a much more serious productivity backlash happening because adults are watching this and saying, you know, we are tired of watching enormous amounts of money and time be wasted on things yeah. that are not productive. So I think there's right. a tremendous productivity backlash. And I'm just going to warn you, I've been spending a lot of time on working with Peter Bregan and a group of other people to stop an effort underway now that the January 6th game didn't work and domestic terrorism isn't work. There's a real game afoot to weaponize mental health problems. So, oh, God, oh no, no, here it comes. I'm, I'm, I haven't bored you with all the stuff I've been doing, but basically you have theories being put forward to say, well, we had uh, one of them is called mass formation. So we had right. mass formation hysteria and all the pe all those good people at FDA and CDC and HHS who broke the law. We can't yeah. hold them responsible because they were just subject to this mass formation hysteria. Yeah. So they're forgiven. But these conspiracy theorists like Catherine Austin Fitz and John Titus, 
they're hysterical and they need mental health treatment. <laughs> Okay. So, so it's the inversion. The people who broke the law shouldn't be held accountable because they're hysterical. Yeah. And 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 so the, the same the same people need to be drugged and right. injected. Right. Yeah. So now they're trying. They're going to try psychiatry and psychology, and there's a huge wave, and the, you can tell they're trying to build up, and various people are trying to push back. But if domestic terrorism doesn't work, then you need the mental health game. So that's. That's that's the Do you think that's that's the next yacht, huh? Well, Peter Bregan is is going to do a presentation uh, tomorrow night on doctors for for COVID ethics. I can't wait to hear it. He's got a new piece. He did a three part series on mass formation on the book review of Desmond's right. book. Um, that is a it's just a, it's a masterpiece. The guy's a genius. And he's about to come out with a new one about the efforts by Robert Malone to weaponize this. And I can't wow. wait. So uh, I look forward to his presentation tomorrow night. I'll have more to report next week. But yeah, interesting. Although next week we're, I think we're off. We're off. Oh, that's right. We'll come in two weeks. But um, yeah. in the that's meantime, it. I really suggest <clears throat> I think... everybody read your peace sovereignty. You know the. Yep. I hope you got that. Hello. Okay. So. Um... And why did you want me? Why did you want to play that right now? Because of the attack on mental health. Yeah, because when we get the, um, I think you might have a better way of explaining it. Because when you get these bombardments from everywhere, all this tech, and there's it's invisible, right? So, you know, blaming, you know, with with, and then this relates to um, <clears throat> the Tucker clip at the end of uh blaming <clears throat> uh the president <clears throat> which can easily translates to blaming people um so they're gonna say it's a form of mass formation psychosis which i also don't buy into and her explanation is even if that were true like uh a mass hypnosis it, it could easily be turned around um and it also exposes uh, Malone being controlled opposition, which I can send you the article on Facebook later. Um, I don't. I don't know if that made sense to you. Of what no, you said. No, no, I'm not. I'm not making getting sense. All right. So Malone, Doctor Malone, you're yeah. saying that he's on the opposition side. Yep. Um, let me send you the article right now. This is just from like a few days ago, too, or a couple of days ago. Um, <clears throat> got it right here. Uh, let me Skype it to you now. I got to open Skype on my Microsoft tablet and then send it through there. Hopefully that works. Um, can I just Facebook it to you? It seems to be taking longer loading. Whatever you need to do. We are recording, by the way. Okay. okay. Um, well, just read it. What is it that you got in it that you want to make the point about? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this is from AmericaOutloud.com. Malone Health Freedom Movement or Deep State Denizen. Malone campaigning around the world as a member of the health freedom movement may be profoundly immersed in the deep state of HHS, CDC, FDA, and DOD. In the last five years, a period of which we have info ending in 2017, 
Malone obtained and managed $9.5 billion in government contracts. Now he's a member of the new NIH agency, the ACTIV, which promotes the Great Reset by bringing together multiple powerful U.S. agencies, NIH, FDA, CDC, DOD, with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, ultimately with a dozen of the top pharmaceutical companies, including Gilead, GlaxoSmithKline, J&J, Merck, and, and Co., um, Moderna, Novartis, Novavax, and Pfizer. This has been Malone's home base for a, a, a lifetime. Pharmaceutical industry, mili uh, military industrial complex, and the health industrial complex. The basis for this and much more info is presented in a recent column by, oh, by Peter and Ginger Bregan on America Out Loud. Our first segment was an unexpected discussion by me when I felt the necessary spontaneously catch listeners up with our research. That's just the preface, and it's an actual, um, I think it's podcast. <clears throat> so, anyway. Now, who was that that wrote that? Dr. Peter Bregan. And who was he? Um, <clears throat> I think he's like uh, one of the, top psychiatrist in the world and uh, he he be, got more a little bit more into prominence because he was criticizing uh, Mat Mat Matthias Desmet's um, uh, uh, Psychology of Totalitarianism book. He did a book review and, and the basis of it was this mass formation thing that Malone first uh, <clears throat> was pushing a while ago and people just hooked on it. So. And what's your opinion? Wait a minute, did I just erase that? I did erase it. Um, I mean, <clears throat> Milgram experiment-wise, uh, there is a kind of um, hypnosis for sure, but it's it's the function stacking thing. You know, the, the food poisoning, everything being poisoned, uh, and then you get the frequency bombardment. Um, but at the same time, it, it's that uh, Stockholm Syndrome 2 where um, people have a worship of authority and then um, <clears throat> kind of, uh, uh, what do you call it, worship also the abuser. Uh, and, and thus, you know, it's easier to not put the focus on um, people who were initiating mandates uh, uh, and, 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 and forcing, you know, medical uh, tyranny. Um, especially when Ed Dowd showed the beginning of the uh, increased deaths, like the peak of it, happened when the mandates were initiated uh, last late last year. <clears throat> so it's this whole uh, uh, narrative war, psyop thing going on. Well, when I heard about the um, mass hypnosis thing, mm -hmm. I my, my opinion of it was that it was a correct rendition of what we could see it happened but I did feel it was limited yeah um, because I'll have to explain this one okay the mechanism of it is that there's a fat there's there's a weakness in a human being and they weren't really addressing the weakness they were addressing <clears throat> you you need to mute they were address. They weren't weren't addressing the the specific problem with the human being. They were addressing how to manipulate that weakness. And to me, that was just a, you know like a covering. Well, that's one way of doing it, but there are many ways of doing it. 
So when you have somebody that is weak, and by what what what's the weakness here? The weakness is that people don't feel like they're individuals. The society that has manifested, let's say, in the last, I, I would say, 75, 80, 100 years, is one where the individual is being propped up by a lot of artificially created goals. Okay, your goal isn't to be a good, kind human being. Your goal is to be rich and powerful and to be able to control. So you've got that movement towards taking away the individual's purity and their need to learn about themselves, to be self-centered. Don't talk to yourself. People will think you're crazy, you know. Oh, give, give, give. Well, no, you should be giving to yourself. You should be nurturing your own beingness, your own, but none of that happens. It's always focused on, you know, maintaining the the party line, the national line. It's, it's, you know, and then they add the technology. And now you've got mind control over millions of people just with a, with a signal. So yes, that that's all true. But what 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 fundamentally, if we're in a spiritual battle, then what fundamentally is wrong with human beings that they can be manipulated in this way? And if they can be manipulated in this way, well, we can manipulate them just as easily. You know, you need an authoritarian uh, figure that you you know, we'll give you somebody that looks like you know who you want them to look like and to spout the words that we want them to say and uh everything will be happy and 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 glorious and it'll just be a few weeks before you forget that fauci was your last leader and the person that you love because we've given you everything and more and you know i mean it's 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 all manipulation it's all control and i don't believe that god did this on purpose to me it's that's what's fundamentally missing is that you 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 know we're not dealing with the fact that there is a flaw in a human being but that flaw is it something that is they were born with or was it something that was taught so let's look at that you know you were taught not to believe in yourself not to know yourself not to love yourself not to to do what you want to do because you want to do it not because somebody tells you what to do how do you how do you nurture that how do you bring that back well somebody's going to control your mind i've said that many times and i've also told you that it might as well be you so when you look at life that way and you see people who are just like stumbling and bumbling and following the leader and really getting on my nerves they are getting stupider and stupider I mean, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. So do we say, okay, let's just toss them out with the baby, with water, you know, the bath water, and get on with life? Or do we try to figure out what is fun, well, how can we change that one little fundamental problem that we have, that you're focused on the wrong thing, you should be focused on yourselves. Because if you give somebody a chance to 
make a lot of money, but they've got to kill people, they've got to uh, do terrible things to people, or to have enough to survive and be kind and be have people around you that are kind to you and, you know, just have fun. Don't you think that most people would want that unless there was something fundamentally broken in them? And I think that that's what we have to look at, is that we have to become what we want them to become. Okay? We know some horrific information. We just heard it. We just heard it. We spent an hour listening to some pretty horrific information. And I didn't play the, the one that was even worse. Okay? But at the same time, we hear Tucker Carlson going after the people that were behind it, Fauci and crew, and being able to directly talk to the the fact that the vaccination, so-called, is a bioweapon. So we're, something has changed drastically that now is allowing the truth to come out. But we, the people that are bringing the truth out and have been bringing the truth out, we know the awfulness. And yeah, some people are, are, you know, getting really angry, but not many of them. Most of us out here are going like, oh my God, this is taking much longer than we anticipated. Some people are, you know, frustrated with it. But we also have an understanding that, hey, it took 100 years or so to get us this far. You know, if it takes another 100 days, it takes another 100 days. But for the most part, you find this, this, how to explain? It's like, it's Tucker, okay? Tucker could go after this awful stuff with humor. And he, he, uh, 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 Dan uh, uh, Borgino, what's his name? Uh, Bongino. Bongino, thank you. Dan Bongino, I was listening to him. Um, he, he, he took the vaccination and he did a, a three or four minute video telling people how scared he was because he had taken the vaccination and it was the worst decision of his life. Now, there's a lot of people that are waking up and he said he knew better. That was the, that was what broke my heart. He knew better. But they put him in such a state of fear because he had just, had, he had just gone through leukemia. I think he was going through leukemia at the time. Um, you know, so, so it, it, it's difficult for people to realize that they may have agreed to take something that's a bioweapon. Um, the, the one tape I didn't use was the one where the woman was talking about somebody's husband who had committed suicide because they, nope, all of the authorities, the so-called authority doctors, you know, on the alternative were saying, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. And I agree. You, you, those people have got to stop. You know, you got to stop. There, is, there are things to do with it. The only thing is, is that you're still stuck in that 3D world that looks at medicine as being, you know, a certain thing. Medicine is not that. That's pharmaceuticals, even herbal. Yeah, all, all of the, all, everything that you think is natural, okay, is not what healing is. Healing is energy. 
and we can do so much more. We can heal everybody through energy. I'm convinced of it. So there are ways out, you know, and where do you get the energy? Well, the first thing is to get yourself into an energetic state where you're not accepting as a contract that this stuff is really happening. That this is not going to hurt you. This is where you have to start, you know, in the knowledge that you have not made a contract with with dying this way, with being, you know, falling for it and then being one of the people that, you know, really got the shot. Because remember, if you haven't gotten the boosters, you're a lot in a lot better state because a lot of the original shots, it doesn't seem like there was much in them. It's the boosters that are causing all this stuff. So. If, if if you didn't make those contracts, and even if you made the contract, break it for God's sakes. But you can you can heal yourself. And anybody out there, they should never get into such a depressed state that they think there's no way out. Yes, there is way out. That's what we're learning. You know, the playing field is so 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 stacked against us. But on the other side, not only do we have God in, at our back, but we are breaking into new areas of understanding energy and i'm not just talking about me and my my team i'm talking about people all over the world the new reality the one that we're we are in already i wouldn't be talking to you like this if we weren't already in it the new reality is based on magic the manipulation of energy and the, some of the things you can imagine and some of the things you cannot even imagine you can take sci-fi. Remember, I've got Cosmic Reality, the radio show. We've been doing it since 2014. And it's, 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 we call it reality sci-fi because we've been in this. We've looked at this. We've, we've done different, amazing, mind-twisting games that, you know, shows you the power of energy and what it can do. So it's not, we're not in a bad place, but we have to look at what is fundamentally the problem. And the fundamental problem is this weakness in human beings, which I think is because they're not looking to themselves. And they're looking outside themselves. So they're like empty shells. And if we can somehow bring that into play, like somebody you really think is a lost soul, you know? Forget about the politics. Forget about the science. Forget about everything except they're they're a lost soul and reach out with your energetic body your love body and just give them that energy it's called resonance it's the basis of the magic each and every one of us can do magic with just our energy fields as long as you're in charge and you and, and you think about it your thoughts are what's the power where the power is so as far as Malone and, um, you know, I'm one of these people that I want to see the best in everybody. But there was something about Malone that I found phony. And I actually questioned it. Why is this, Why am I not really resonating with this guy? And so I thought, well, maybe it's the way he looks. Because he looks like a scientist that I wouldn't trust. <laughs> he kind of is a, 
has that Fauci kind of presentation. You know, and even when he delivers, when he presents, you know, he's the authority. He knows what he's talking about. So I did have a I did have a hesitation about him, but this is very interesting that somebody that uh, and another indicator that he, I didn't think he might be um, be who I thought he was or hoped he was was that um, when he he was out there and very popular in the alternative community. But I wasn't seeing him showing up very often on mainstream media. Once in a while. And a lot of times that can give you some kind of an indicator of whose side somebody's on. But maybe it was because the particularly Fox found there was something wrong with him. They weren't going with him. And yet he had all the credentials. I mean, the man, you know, even the fact that he was so associated with the pharmaceutical companies was his credentials. But did he sell his soul? That's that's the question there, isn't it? And obviously Catherine thinks so. Austin Fitz. Are you there? Yeah. Um, so it, there's a timing to all this where, I mean, we know that all, all the major media, including the one you mentioned, are uh, partly funded by Big Pharma. So why the timing now with the release of um, the dangerousness of, of shots? Uh, uh, Dr. Pam Popper was on Sarah Westall. Or I forget who said it, but you know these these kind. I mean, shots have been around since the 1880s and damaging people since then, uh, before the inception of uh, Rockefeller medicine. And so, you know that that information has been around for a while, and now things just. And she was saying that this isn't anything new. They've been doing this <clears throat> since the beginning. You know, now it's just kind of bubble into this huge thing because people don't want to educate themselves. The information is public, uh, so to what you've been talking about, um, what is it? Um, I, there's a term called wattage. People's uh, awareness, consciousness, not that you're awake and not awake, but their levels of aware, degrees of awareness. And so cultivating that, I mean, for me, like locally, the West Sydney Price Foundation local chapters all starts with food and health. Uh, and from there, they get into EMF protection. They've had biogeometry presentations. Um, having that kind of networking and sharing that, I mean, HeartMath proves it, that um, expansion of, of the heart center and being around that kind of energy. Uh, but it's also about choice and just how um, um, directional and, and, and motivated people are to do that. Thus, it goes back to, again, to one's life force capacity, right? Despite all of the, uh, everything is a weapon against us in a way, except our connection to the source, right? Um, <clears throat> so w one of the resources you played was uh, 
Amy Holum, she has an um, organization called DEWAgency.org. Uh, they have an agency healthcare network, uh, different <clears throat> resources people can check out. And, you know, putting her name in BitChute and, and, and uh, Rumble, even YouTube, you could get her la latest um, updates and details because that, that clip was really short. Um, I did have access to the 20-minute, uh, <clears throat> uh, what do you call it, interview for uh, his membership, and I, I can show some of the highlights there. So um, cell phone, when cell phone has an IR proximity fuse sensor that can produce a signal to attack the person's body and electrocute them. Um, some of our solutions were lead paint, which is banned in some places, Faraday cages, jammers. Um, let me see. And so, <clears throat> and she's mentioning some of these people like defense contractors and Zoom. And the, one of the interesting things was Netflix and TV, how there's a kind of reverse engineering of, uh, of, of how that's projected into people's homes and, and it can be used to spy on people, which has been about for over uh, two decades. And, and um, Stu was asking, like, why isn't he targeted as far as he knows? And she said that uh, the poor are more targeted because they can't defend themselves. They don't have the money to um, go against these giants, you know. Um, it also depends on one's political leanings. And there is a Belgium lawsuit she's working on as far as action by her organization and updates. And so her latest interview was from, let's see, I think, uh, oh, no, it was it was on, on BitChute or um, what do you call it, Rumble. Um, <clears throat> the Ron Edwards American Experience, uh, just several days ago on the 25th. Um, and then she was on Targeted Massachusetts on YouTube on the 29th of uh, July. I like that how she was able to pack so much in just a short segment. And knowing that 5G's been around since the 30s, I mean, you know, how much further back? <laughs> and, and, and she's former Army, too, so she knows her stuff. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot, a lot of um, cohesion from from all of these different sources. Like, like Kingston is uh, former biotech from San Diego, and she was recently on um, Clay Clark's show, Thrive Time show. If you put her name on and uh, do um, most recent, it was a short segment, maybe a half hour, but she laid out this presentation of how the um, the CBDCs and, and, and the biometrics will work out. Like there was a really nicely detailed um, uh, presentation. I wish you could see it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Because she lays out like how this works internally, how it kind of spreads out as a, as a network. I mean, nobody's done that yet. That's why I'm always constantly following her latest updates. <clears throat> um, let me see one of my other highlights. And of course, Mark Steele. I mean, he's on uh, Telegram. I was trying to find, oh, here it is, his, his channel, which is, uh, let me see, view channel info, t.me forward slash Mark Steele 5G. And then Steele has an E at the end. And he he gives the most updates there. Like uh, some of it's posted on, on um, uh, BitChute and Rumble, but these are more, way more up to date. On on because um, he he also packed a ton ton of info on there and 
so he was talking about the magneteers and so people just go to the hardware store or i forget where you get these things you get the neodymium magnets you carry around and then you can do this like uh people who um are at the check stands at stores and and he was describing in one of his updates that you just ask them hey have you gotten the shot and then so they they put the, they, he asked where you put the magnet on there and then some people are able to feel <laughs> the bots crawling in them and then like that just jars them awake so it just doesn't even take a few minutes to do that so that's just another way to um you know stir people up and and and, and uh <clears throat> get them focused <clears throat> i wouldn't suggest that because to me that's physical assault no but you ask the person if, and then uh, that person has no consent doesn't understand what you're about to do to them I mean, I seriously don't think anybody should do that to anybody. Okay, that's just his approach, his activism. Uh, people can listen to the clip. Um, he has a new one today. Um, so that's just another option. People can, can get the, his full uh, take on that and, what, and, and his experience. So, uh, I mean, I, so love, I love Mark. I absolutely love Mark. Um, in the in the the clip, you know, they read some about some of his patents. When I first got with him, I said, "Mark, I trust you." I said, "But for me to take in my reputation to back you, I said, is there anything you can give me?" And I saw those patents long before they were supposed to be released to anybody. And I, you know, so that's why I could go full bore behind him because I knew who he was. Yeah, I'm not saying he's wrong. You know, because what if you look at it from his st standpoint, we're in a spiritual war and we have to do everything and anything we can to wake people up. But from my standpoint, I see that person as an individual. And you do that to them and you set all that stuff happening inside them without them having an ability to be able to deal with it is very unkind. And like I say, probably assault. Mm -hmm. So it's something you know to to think about. Is that this is we're not playing. This is not just you know conspiracy stuff. The reason that it's all coming out now is because so many people are dying from all causes. Now, if you say that to somebody, they're going to say, "Well, that's because during the lockdown they couldn't go to the doctors." That may. Some of that may be true, but not in the, nowhere near in the numbers that are coming out. And this is just the beginning. You know, so, yes, we have to wake people up, but it's more important to wake them up to how to be, how to heal themselves. Not how to frighten the shit out of them so they commit suicide because they think they've been taken over by nanotech, which they have. You know, it's much better to say, you know. I, you know, I've, I've just told you these bad things that could be happening to you. I can prove it and I can give you some some different solutions to be able to clear yourself. Are you willing to see what is really happening at that point? You've got their permission, but you've also got a remedy to walk up to some stranger, do that and walk away. Oh, please. That's no. No, I don't agree with that. He's not saying walk away. It's like the person is is given 
permission and then they can choose to put the med on or not and it is an assumption to say that they're going to kill themselves so tony pantaloresco talked to a uk nurse last year in, in his podcast where she had taken the shot she felt these things crawling up and then her soul separating from her body but she had enough of a will force to not only reach out to him but like no i don't want this happening to me so that was pretty horrific it's like a sci-fi thing that she was describing um so for people who have access or not wondering if i can play a little bit of his um mark Steele's update here now there's another point that i have to make so I'm gonna, this is another uh, that on. you hear that you know we need people to get off the fence yes. a lot of people sitting on the fence at the minute all right what they don't understand is what an asymmetrical war is warfare we'll see any posts that don't go along with the nazi you know the script taken down on facebook a lot of the social media groups, etc., and you definitely don't see any of it on most of the mainstream news. I must admit, GB News have been pushing the envelope, which is good to see. But they're the only ones that are doing that. There's nothing in the papers. It's all just bullshit. People need to start getting off the fence. Because you see, this Nazi final solution, Fourth Reich, Fourth Industrial Revolution, Build Back Better, whatever you want to call it, whatever bullshit narrative or whatever name or handle to hang on it what it's about is your destruction your death people need to get off the fence 5g is a directional weapon system it's battlefield derived weaponry anybody that says anything other is not helping okay i'm not helping because this is a depopulation plan it's interconnected with the biochemical weapon not a vaccine anybody says the vaccine not helpful. There's a lot of good-meaning people out there who unfortunately think that somebody might think that a conspiracy theorist if they tell the truth. The truth is, the facts are, 5G is a directional weapon system, not a telecommunication system. It's here to depopulate, to kill. It's to here to kill mainly the vaccinated, as I can cause an atonic seizure from the interconnection of the biometal material antennas injected in the body. Now, something that's quite interesting, those nanometer materials, right, anywhere in the body are toxic and will cause cancer. We've got all the data on that. This was a very sophisticated biochemical weapon program, and unfortunately it's fond of bits because it's killing the people as we go. You can expect as many or as much in the media and as much coming out of social media even though they're trying to control it like mad that's why you don't see much about now even though there's a lot more people dying currently from the clot shot right heart attacks etc we're not seeing much of it so your local coroners your local coroners are signing off people's dead uh they're doing post-mortems they're finding uh, this corner of the lung but they're not telling you what the mechanism is and the mechanism is the biochemical weapon what they call the vaccine this is the one that the criminal said was safe and effective safe and effective for who effective to get rid of the people who would resist your satanic scum child murdering sex offending behavior was that what it was for or to save you safe for you and your scum satanist dirty habits, child molesting uh, habits. Is that what it is? So the, what you just want to do, they're trying to create a world where you see that's all, it's all go. You know, it's a bit like Roman days when I was having the orgies with the dogs and the pigs and the donkeys and all the rest of it. And they, they, they thought that was quite good until the whole 
country became corrupt and the code just smashed to bits. You no, know, she's a lot of fallout, and that's exactly what they're doing now. They're smashing everything to bits. All right, they're spending absolutely no amounts of money on pushing their fake narrative. So what we must not do is go anywhere near that fake narrative. And what we've got to tell people is. The vaccines are biochemical weapons, okay? They were developed in BSL-4 weapons labs. The history of them and the patterns from them, it's all for the population and not vaccines. So when you get your chance, get off the fence. 5G, when you talk about 5G, right, it's a directional weapons system, has no purpose. Really, it would be illegal on a battlefield, but they do use it uh, as battlefield interrogation. So it's a legal urban radar that they're bringing into your streets, right, that will kill those that have been vaccinated in the first instance. And it does make you pretty sick. And that's why your local councils and your government ministers who are following government guidance, that's obviously the same script that Sonny was, uh, Rishi Sunak was talking about, yeah? The same script, safe and effective. Safe, not safe. Pretty lethal, right? Obviously, that's what they're making them like. That's how they caused Havana syndrome by focusing these uh, brainwaves in the buildings um, at these uh, embassy staff, causing irreparable neurological damage. So let's get off the fence and start talking about, you know, electromagnetic radiation pollution, right? Yes, that is an issue, but not 5G. 5G is a weapon to kill. I say the biochemical weapon vaccines that yet to kill. They're not just vaccines. They're not yet to protect you. They're not to do anything other than murder you. So get off the fence. Stop talking about this narrative, this fake narrative, because that's all it is. It's fake. You've got to stick to the truth. The truth is the globalists, these Nazis, these satanic cult members want you dead. They want to protect their lifestyle and they want to do worse than what they're doing. And they want to come out into the open with that transhuman agenda and they don't like it because there's too many of us who would reject that consequently they want you dead so that's and they want your cash as well by the way they want your property and your money and all the rest of it they want to put you in a small city and basically just exterminate you sterilize you torture you and then exterminate you yeah we can do all that with 5g okay that's his latest on his telegram um now, what he was talking about, the urban stuff, was the sub-gigahertz, right? And Which is long-range, and all the more reason to have Shanghai on. You don't know where this stuff is coming from, right? And, and where it's directing itself. Nancy, you want to comment on that? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I know of to protect yourself right now is Shanghai. Um, it's not... It's not going to protect you from some of the messaging that's coming over this stuff. If they want to put out a strong enough beam, it's going to blow through the Shanghai. I mean, it's like Shanghai's not going to protect you from a bullet either. Um, but to get yourself to a point where you're not brain fogged like most people are now because of the EMW that's all around them, you, you have to be able to negate the the physical damage that's being done and that shungite can do that it just reverses the electromagnetic fields of the of the energy so that it's not as harmful uh you're still getting artificial uh energy in so you want more shungite the more shungite you got the more shungite energy is coming into you and shungite is a balancing energy 
So even if you're getting, you know, like absolutely whacked by something, the Shungite will bring you back to stabilization as soon as that wave is is stopped. So if they don't stop the waves, I don't nothing's going to save us. But again, you got you know what was I watching? Good lord, what was it? <laughs> It was, uh, was it Tucker again? I think, I don't even know. I'm not sure who it was. Because it was so, it was so like, whoa, I got to think about this. It was a release that was depicting a statement in the United States Congress regarding, what did they call it, trans... Transmaterialism and that that vehicles like UFOs could go from the air to the ocean or even through apparently solid things uh, without any kind of a problem. And they stipulated these weren't human made. And it was a U.S. Congress thing. And it was like I was hearing it in the background going like, what what are they talking about? And I don't even remember who it was, but it was like. The, the point being that it, it, all of this information regarding ETs is, is coming out. And I got to thinking about this. You know, it's like, okay, if you got all these, if, it's, if we are in, in the era of disclosure where we're going to finally hear that there's a secret space program and that the ETs, that we've got friends, the ETs, the Galactic Federation, and, you know, all this story is going to come out. Well, where are we now? Where are we now? What is this situation if if it's supposed to be like we've got the, the, the deep state in the Congress and Pelosi's there, but Republicans are there. I mean, everybody's deep space state, and unless they're mega people that you know are trying to uh, wake other people up, that type of thing. If you got if you got that situation, don't they know about the secret space program? And yet you got a bill from Congress that's kind of like not just alluding to; it's flat out saying that you know we got we got things flying around there in our waters and in the air that are not man-made. And I can't even remember what, it was some kind of a bill thing. They wanted to put some more money towards looking into this or something. Because like I say, I wasn't really actually watching it. It just caught my attention partway through it. So, but it it did twig me on like, okay, so if we know this stuff, and they probably have access, or I hope they have access to even more stuff than we do, what is it that is propelling this other narrative you're going to take over they're going to have this world government and who's going to take over the world government the ets good or bad i mean like what where are we at in this the the various layers of the story get more and more and it makes me think that it makes me you know there's a concept that we're watching some kind of a massive uh propaganda story Psy, you know psyops at its best where we're being presented all these problems you know from the 
the border crossing and all these people coming in and 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 the, and the Ukrainian war and you're going to give all this this money to Iran so that it can build a nuclear bomb and there's all this insanity that's running around. I hope that this is some kind of an illusion. You know, let's make everything look so bad that they that the people will be, be welcoming the Galactic Federation to get them out of this insanity. And and the fact that you would have somebody at the congressional level that actually will come out and say, yeah, there's an ET problem out there that we don't know about. They got to know more than what they put in that bill. And, they, and, and, and just, it just if you're the black forces, don't you know there's a secret space program? You supposedly know everything else. Why wouldn't you know that? What in the heck is is this really all about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this <clears throat> for me. I was, oh, I'm always referring to this. Uh, uh, weaponized narrative is the new battle space. I could find the article from January 2017, DefenseOne.com. Uh, seeks to undermine an opponent's civilization, identity, and will by generating complexity, confusion, and political and social schisms can be used tactically as part of explicit military or geopolitical conflict or strategically as a way to reduce, neutralize, and defeat a civilization, state, or organization. Done well, it limits or even eliminates the need for armed forces to achieve political and military aims. A couple more sentences here. The emotionally satisfying decision to accept the weaponized narrative inoculates cultures, institutions, and individuals against counter arguments and inconvenient facts. How much simpler to engineer human communities so that the expensive and messy process of explicit authoritarianism can be replaced by the far gentler and more effective mechanism of narrative. Case in point, um, that clip I sent you with uh, oh, that virologist that was going viral that Dr. Merritt was interviewing regarding how all of his medical stuff is fake, because um, she's, a, she's a virologist and microbiologist. <clears throat> so Dr. Merritt had mentioned she was uh, censored from Substack, right? She's doing her DNA warfare um, essays and so she was demonetized. Now, everybody's all about Substack, right? Um, that's the new hot thing. So who will be heard? Anyway, point is, um, she, she, they did leave up her essay um, up there that, that she, I don't know if she's stopped from writing, but certainly demonetized. So she left that one last essay and then continued the DNA warfare series in her medical rebel site. Um, another good example again. So. Yeah, people have to be careful again of that, uh, you know, where they get their information. So <clears throat> regarding the ET UFO thing, who is directing the where the river to flow, the, the mindset? You know, all of these people that Fox has been having are connected to intel agencies. You know, we already know about Project, Project Bluebeam. So it, it's great that Tucker is bringing this out to, um, what do you call it, uh, exposure. But let's not forget what happened last year in November, what Fox did. I, uh, me, I consider them controlled opposition as much as I love uh, Tucker and what he's been doing and a few other people there. So just be careful and uh, obviously do your own research, question everything, and come to your own um, conclusions. So um, let me see what else of the highlights here. Uh, yeah, Shungite for the sub gigahertz thing from from the five G. I mean, you don't hear anywhere about that except for Mark Steele. Um, 
and then that thing of, of the urban radar network from 5G that it could get the biometrics from you and then how much money in your pocket. I mean, I don't know how much more details you can get than that other than what's going on in your anatomy too, energetically, uh, frequency wise. Um, people can also, uh, uh, Kingston was talking about Dr. James Giordano from Georgetown, which is a Jesuit organization. He's had a couple recent presentations on YouTube. So we've just put his name. Um, there's a couple, he did one on AI recently and then a, a podcast, which was, uh, you know, pretty cool that some a local podcaster can just ask him simple questions and he can elaborate. To me, he's doing soft disclosure and as much as, you know, how horrific the things he's been talking about. But like who else is doing that kind of um, exposure? Is It's like doing a tightrope walk, right? So that's why I like keeping up with his stuff, even though Celeste Solom calls him Dr. Evil. And um, I really like uh, Kingston's take on this isn't the deep state doing this. And she gives examples, you know, of Republicans passing countless things that we allowed. You know, so this is out in the open. Um, well, and- well, wait a minute, wait a minute. It is the deep state because the deep state's depart- d- Democrats and Republicans. You know, th- that's what she's trying to make the point of. That it, you know, just because somebody's a Republican doesn't mean that they're not part of the deep state. The deep state is both parties. Yeah, and more, and then some, right? <laughs> uh, we <laughs> go back to Eisenhower's uh, military-industrial complex, which military, medical, media, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so for me, I know my mindset and pattern has been a kind of dialectic with war and peace and this and that and light and dark. So how do we get past the the dichotomy control system. And so you were talking about it is is our going back within um, what's our connection to source and how can we use that for me, like locally um, self-development and sharing these simple tools with people. So that's how we can overcome this, this um, dialectic that's been put in front of us. Nancy? A conversation that's going to have to continue sometime in the future. Um, but it, it basically boils down to just work on yourself right now, because as you work on yourself, you will find your path. You'll know when you should say something and when you should just walk away. But you've got to be grounded in your own beingness to be able to get that far. So anyway, that's that's what I think. <laughs> so you want to say goodbye? Yeah, thanks for having me on again, and uh, fun time as always. Yep, thank you. I appreciate you so very much. Okay, then. You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.